0: Welcome to our sisterhood. We are those sisters, Sarah and Emily. So grab a coffee or a hot chocolate and be a part of our conversation as we deep dive into life, spirituality, motherhood and more. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. We are doing our deep dive today. Really excited. I'm really excited. I feel like we should get straight into it only because. It's going to be long, I think. Yes. And what we're talking about is our birth stories. Yes. Of not, our, not not, our, not ours. <laughs> not how we came into the world. But how we brought in our beautiful children yes. into the world. I love this. Which I never, like, sorry, if you don't have children, like, it's like, or not plan to have children anytime soon, you're just mm-hmm. not interested. I would never this is, listen yeah. to this. But since, honest, like, having, like, being pregnant and yeah. having children, that's, like, all I want to listen to yeah. is, like, people's birth stories and, like, yeah. how they gave birth. To their babies, yeah. and, and what they did, what happened, and process, yeah, just all different things. So fun. Mm. There's lots of parts to it. So I will have two um, stories. I'll have the birth of Elsa and mm-hmm. the birth of Summer. Yep. Yeah. And I'll have mine, the birth of Remy, little baby Remy. So, would you like me to go first? Yes. Should I do both of them? Yeah, go do both of them. Okay. So, the birth of Elsa. Elsa. So with Elsa, I went into spontaneous labor. Yeah. I was two weeks, or no, I was a week off like my due day. Yeah, and I remember, I actually, remember like intuitively like I think I'm gonna go into labor tonight. Mm. And it was like two o'clock in the morning. I started feeling like this little niggle kind of yeah. thing, and I'm yeah. like, oh, is this it? And then you start timing everything, and yeah. then, like obviously it was like so minor. Yeah, and like it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was so. Yeah, so I was like, I couldn't sleep. I know you meant to sleep when like that happens but i had no idea it's like i'm first time mum. i don't know just a quick question um did you plan or anything like that for during your labor um sorry during your pregnancy for your labor like any sort of techniques um so i was practicing hypnobirthing yeah and um yeah so i wanted to have a natural birth yeah for elsa Mm -hmm. um but we'll get into it yeah all right see how it unfolds yeah yeah so wanting to spontaneous labour at two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and then didn't sleep all night and I was just like just like focusing on the different sensations yeah. and whatnot. And it was I guess it was all good. Mm-hmm. So I had a really good pregnancy with Elsa. Mm-hmm. Both girls I did actually, like yeah. just no complications, very lucky, very smooth. Um yeah. no issues, like just pretty good. Straightforward yeah, pretty yeah. straightforward. I guess straightforward, yeah. It was a lovely but a lovely pregnancy. I really enjoyed yep. it. And then, so just going back to, yeah, so um, I didn't tell my partner, Mark, that I was starting to have contractions really? either. I let him sleep. How of an amazing well, partner am I? Yeah, I think that's really good. I feel like that's what, like, ideally would be good because there's no point both of you being tired. Yeah. So he started getting ready for work at, like, 6, and he came out of the room and I was sitting, like, in the lounge yeah, room, yeah. and he was like, I'm like, oh, Mark, you won't be going to work today. I think I'm in labor. It's <laughs> yeah. like, really? And then he was excited and we're yeah. all excited and we're practicing our oh, like techniques. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was really cute. And then I realized that, oh, I wouldn't realize, but I didn't pack my hospital bag. I was oh, not organized. really? Yeah, it was not organized. So I was trying to pack in mm. between contractions. Yeah. And I had my older sister Jess running down to Target, like buying pajamas for me oh, and like maternity bras. Really? You and didn't have nothing? No. Which is just... That's okay. Yeah. Which is I immediate. mean, you got it in the end. Sometimes I'm organised, sometimes I'm not. Yeah. I'm really sometimes not organised at all. Anyway. um, So, yeah. So, like, everything was going pretty good. But I remember the midwife, or no, it was um something I had read that you should still feel the baby move around mm-hmm. while you're, like, in the early stages of labour or yeah. labour. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can feel her moving. She's mm. moved in ages. She could have been sleeping. I don't know. Like, mm. so I'm, I called the hospital. Yeah. So with... Elsa, I um, had I went to a private hospital in Melbourne, yeah, yep. and I had a private obstetrician, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, I've got two different kind of experiences yeah. with my two girls, yeah. Just to put that in there, um, yeah. So I called the hospital. I said, "Look, I can't really feel her moving around too much. Mm-hmm. My contractions are like five minutes apart, but they they're getting more intense." But yeah. I had no idea, like what to what, base six, it off like yeah, how do you know six. like I think this is the like this is this is yeah like, a pretty like incredible feeling pain like yeah. I feel like this is it like I don't know mm. so like, you go in she's like I'll oh, just come in anyway we'll just monitor you yeah and so I went in there at about 12 o'clock mm-hmm. so I had been in at lunchtime a yeah 12, yep. sorry 12 lunchtime yeah and I got there and they started monitoring me and the, or the baby and they realized that her heart rate was dropping every okay. time i had contraction okay um and the midwives called my obstetrician mm-hmm. and told her what the was, go was yep. and they said that my obstetrician said that she was coming in now and mm. you're gonna have an emergency c-section oh just straight up that's how quick I, like honestly i think i was at the hospital for like 30 minutes really half an hour. and just that was it like and i burst into tears i was like what like what is going on like yeah. i've had like a near perfect pregnancy yeah like this was never in my i know they say plan for everything but yeah. like it literally was not in this yeah this my is mind. just like, like I didn't, abruptly happening and i and the beautiful um midwife that was there she knew that i was really overwhelmed by really that. overwhelmed yeah. and she was so lovely she actually like said you don't have to do it if you don't want to mm-hmm. like it's your choice um we'll just wait a bit longer see if anything changes mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that me who i am now and what i know i would have done differently yeah but this is the difference of i guess research researching yep. researching what just everything i guess yep. research everything so you know what just so you know yeah um what your options really what your are. Options are and yeah. like if that option is the right option for you or mm-hmm. you know you can hold up a little bit longer and yeah. try a different yeah thing but I it's, was not prepared. I thought I had 9 months to yeah. prepare myself and I did not do any of this. I went yes. It's really important to actually trust your intuition as well as a mother. Yeah. Which, during that process. But it can get quite scary Of course, not knowing and relying on on the medical advice given. Yeah. Of so, course. And you just everyone you think everyone's giving you the best advice like yeah. I think as well when you don't research you are giving up some of your power almost. Mm-hmm but anyway, that's how I feel. Yeah. So I cried and the midwife gave me her mobile number. She's like, please message me if you have any, like, if you're worried or like support, yeah, just for mm. some support, which is really beautiful. Like, uh, the doctor came in, he gave me my, um, spinal tap. So I had a spinal tap, which numbs you from like, pretty much like you Shoulders, okay, all the way down. You can't feel anything. Is that you like can't the same as an anything. epidural? No. no, I think it's you can't move, you can't feel. I think it's like a spinal tap's like just a solid couple of out, like two hours. I yeah. think, yeah, you can't feel anything. And I think uh, epidural is like a constant slow drip. Ah, uh, yeah, because you have the button, you're hooked up to it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, so that was really was overwhelming. That, was that a little like how did that? So that goes in between your spine, mm. like the really like, yeah. So I had a, the doctor, the anesthesiologist. Anesth- Anesth- anath-thes- 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 Anathesi- I think it was him or well, yep. someone came in anyway I don't know who it was someone came into my yep. room and- <laughs> someone off the street <laughs> someone gave me my spinal tap and I just remember this like rush of like hot going all over my really? body and all of a sudden I couldn't feel anything and really the um there was a few people in the room I had my obstetrician I had the obst- another, another obstetrician which mm. is like what they need in there. The, um, some nurses, some random doctors, I don't so know, other people. There's so many in the room. Yeah. But the beautiful midwives in there were like keeping me calm yeah. and Good. keeping me relaxed. And Mark was there. My obstetrician came in and within like two minutes, she cut me open. Are you kidding? And so it literally was that fast? It, was, it could have gone for a bit longer, but honestly, it was pretty quick. Because it was an yeah. emergency sex- C-section. Oh, like okay. I got pushed, pushed in straight yeah. away. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so she... I couldn't really feel anything. I couldn't feel anything when she cut me. Mm. But um, Could you feel like I could crush sensation? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've been like sort of moving t- around <laughs> tugged around <laughs> while well, she was just trying to take Elsa out of my body. Wow. Yeah, so then Elsa was born and she thankfully was put straight onto my chest, which yes, yeah. um, I know cannot doesn't happen all the time when it's an emergency emergency yeah. C section. Mm-hmm. Um but I was grateful for that. Yeah. Um so I got to hold her. Were you familiar with the golden hour then? Yes, I was yep. familiar with yep. it. I wanted um, delayed cord clamping, which I couldn't yep. get. Uh, which, yep. I, well well, which I didn't know I could get or not because it was an emergency yeah. C section again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then she was born. Like all in all, like the actual C section. My my personal experience with mm. the C section was really good. Yeah, it was calm. It like yeah, like my healing process was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a good experience. Yeah. Even though it was not something that I you, like, we hoping for, hoping but at for. least you, you know, you weren't traumatized from it. So I wasn't traumatized by it, but I did have um, feelings and issues that had come up afterwards Yeah. because it, it, yeah, um, with summer, which I get into, like, yeah, just things that I researched and knew that I could have done, yeah, or tried differently, yeah, but it is what it is, what yeah. it is and I couldn't do, can't take it back. Yeah, she was born happy and healthy yep. and that guess yeah. is all that matters I remember visiting you after um she was oh yeah born. that day you came yeah yeah and I remember you were just laying in the bed you, you I think you still couldn't move yet you were just laying there yeah I um, and Mark was holding Elsa yeah and he wouldn't let anyone else hold her <laughs> <laughs> I remember that and then I, I went took to a photo of, of her minutes. and I put the bright light my phone light um was on and I put a bright light in her eyes oh my gosh, I'm so sorry Pop, Elsa yeah but um yeah, so you went in. That must have happened pretty fast. It was really What time fast. was she born? Uh, I think like 2.30 in yeah. the afternoon. so you went in at 12, 2.30. Well, so now 12, 12.30. 12, now the timing's all like... No, like you had your um, contractions start. monitoring, yeah. Two think, o'clock. Yeah. Um, did you expect your contractions to feel the way they did uh, in the Yes, end? I guess so. Yeah. Well, now I think that. So I think I was... When I went into the to the hospital when yep. they're monitoring me and they I got a an examination yeah and I think it was only one centimeter oh really yeah. yeah so it was very early stages wow okay yeah and I remember like now that I'm like, remembering things I'll mm-hmm. just tell her so it's not really going to be exactly in order okay. um yeah so my obstetrician wanted to do the um, emergency c-section mm-hmm. because I was I would have oh, something like I would have been in labor for a very long time, and um, she would be born with a cone hand. <laughs> I remember is that the, saying that. Is that the reason? And that her heart rate was dropping. Yeah. Isn't it normal that not she not normal, was, but like, isn't it common for well that to happen? Interesting. So, fast forward a couple years later, to the knowledge. I am now pregnant. Yeah. With Summer. Okay, but not currently. Not this anymore. Still, this is <laughs> in my storyline. In my story. Yeah. yeah. So. With such, just going to summer story Yeah, going to Summers. Um, yeah, if you've got any questions as well about me my birth story, anyone? Yeah. Just you, anyone, yeah. Feel free to ask me. Yeah. I'm an open book. All my open book with that. I will yeah. tell you exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Elsa was a private hospital, private obstetrician, not much research at all. Mm-hmm. And that was my outcome. Yeah. Was a C section, which is so fine. If you want a C section, that's mm. that's amazing. Get one. Yeah. But that's not something that I thought I'd ever get yeah. or what I had planned for. Yeah. So being pregnant with summer, I thought, okay, um, I'm not gonna go down the private route again. I'm yeah. gonna try public hospital. Yeah. Um, reason being that I know that the rates for an, a um cesarean. a cesarean are higher yeah. in, in yeah. private hospitals. It's yeah. just it's just a fact. Yeah. Um, I was looking at some stats within um, Victorian hospitals, mm-hmm. and I decided to go with. So now I was looking at hospitals with their VBAC statuses. Yeah. The statistics. Yes. Yeah. So do you want to explain what VBAC is? So or? a VBAC is a vagina birth after cesarean. Yeah. After a C-section, and that's what I really cause I felt like I. Well, I don't hope these don't. Well, if these words trigger anyone, that's yeah not my problem really it's something that we've got to deal with ourselves as yeah. an issue but i really wanted a vagina birth yeah i really wanted to experience it because i know yeah. women are amazing and yeah. we can we're like actual powerful we humans. are so, Life creators yeah so i really wanted to experience it mm. with summer and i did a bit more research throughout my pregnancy still mm-hmm. but pregnancy with summer was very very similar, similar yep. to some uh, elsa so it was very cruisy i yeah. had another good Experience. Yep. Um, low risk, yeah. Yeah, low risk. Oh, I think I was still low risk. I don't know what they'd call me because I was trying for a VBAC. Okay. So there was still, like, in according to the hospital, it's like some rules and regulations yeah. of things I could and can't, couldn't do yeah. during my labour. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so cruising. Just rearranging myself to get the company. All right, so with summer, oh. I. Did some research into VBAC, mm-hmm. um, and that's the route that I wanted to take. Mm-hmm. So, fast forward, I was full term mm-hmm. and the, full term and a bit some, yeah, a bit. So I went two weeks over with yeah. summer. I knew I knew that the risk or the risks were higher that when you um, start with interventions, they sort of like a was it a waterfall yeah. effect? It's like a domino effect. Domino effect. One leads yeah. to the next intervention. Just, yeah. So there was uh, my the doctor was saying that well the thing the doctor was saying that when you do either like to be induced or it's just there's more of a chance that you can get a C-section again. Yeah. Yeah. So she wanted me to book in my induction, oh, induction. at forty yeah. weeks. Yeah. And yeah. And then my C-section or a C-section. Two weeks over, so forty-two weeks. Uh, forty-two so weeks. weeks. Sorry, my terminology is not that great. Let's get okay. And I was like, no, I d- really didn't feel like I wanted to go down that road. I really wanted her to come naturally mm-hmm. um, into the world. So I, I um, denied booking any of that things, any yep. of those things in because I was like, yeah, she's gonna come. Yeah. Anyway, so two weeks had gone past my due date, so I was forty-two weeks, and I was like, oh my god, like Where I don't- is she? And I started panicking. Yeah, I started panicking. It's natural. And I was like, okay, by this stage, I was going into the hospital every two days to get monitored because um, that's what I had to do. Yeah. That's what the the hospital recommended me to do. Yeah. So I did that. Mm -hmm. I was going in and then I ended up deciding to be induced. This whole time I knew if I was to be induced, I would be able to handle it and I would still get my vagina birth with Summer this is something that i always felt and always knew so i tried to avoid it as much as i could but Mm -hmm. and i was a little bit upset having to go down that that path but i did it anyway so you had no contractions nothing like that nothing and then you went to the hospital Oh, sorry i would say nothing most some nights i'd get um like i guess looking back now Mm -hmm. it was uh early sort of labor i would get like the Braxton, yeah, braxton hicks, hicks yeah. um some contractions piping for stuff. like yeah 20 minutes half an hour yeah like every couple of minutes yeah very light mm. um which actually i was dilated one or two centimeters okay I think, yeah when i the the time that i went to go into the hospital to get induced yeah. so i got induced um which is a bit of a process like i didn't really fully understand like what it involved yeah so i was, have no idea yeah so there's like two parts of an induction mm-hmm. there is the mechanical if you will balloon mm-hmm. where they insert it into your cervix and the balloon will fill up with water and it will open your cervix okay or it will trigger your body to open okay. going to labor yeah so i did so if that happened to me i started contracting and mm-hmm. it opened my cervix to three centimeters okay and then i had to wait in the hospital by myself <laughs> wow because during like the COVID rules and stuff like that oh yeah so i was okay. in the hospital by myself which was honestly um really depressing yeah it was really lonely that i can imagine especially really it lonely. wouldn't really um increase your love hormones either no so i remember just breaking down to mark yeah. several times um yeah because they couldn't give me a, a time when i was going to go and into the birthing suite mm-hmm. because obviously i'm fine the baby's fine yeah um it's just they had to leave the room for people who actually actually going into spontaneous labor mm-hmm. they couldn't like just put me in there they had yeah. to wait until there was extra room anyway so i think i was in the hospital for like three days yeah and i ended up going into spontaneous labor mm-hmm. on the when was she born 18th so on the 17th, 17th. of december yeah and they're like yep okay so this is the part that what I know now, mm. but didn't know at the time with Elsa, I started um having contractions mm-hmm. and I was fine. And they're like, all right, we're gonna monitor you now. So I hop back onto the bed. So laying on my back, okay, to monitor me. Anyway, I don't know why. I I did have like. They must not have had like the um, wire not wireless, but like the mobile when you can move around oh, and okay. it was attached to the yeah. It was a very small room, like Mm. they were very tiny. So it's like just hop onto the bed. So I was contracting, and then she comes running in the midwife, and she's like, Mm. "Look, every time you're contracting, the baby's heart rate is dropping." I was like, "Oh no, all over again." again." I'm like, "This is the same thing that Mm. happened with Elsa." I'm like, "Oh," and then they had the main head doctor, obstetrician Mm. of the the ward at the time, come in, and he was like, "Yeah, look, we're a bit concerned, Mm. and if this keeps happening, we're gonna have to do a cesarean again." I was like i'm by myself too by the oh. way like mark is not mark was not allowed in my room at this time like he was had like
1: until it was like,
0: time, like it was between seven and eight o'clock or whatever really, he really be there so i was by myself was so like, once if you gave birth like like obviously i would have been able to contact okay like when you were getting close yeah. yeah okay um yeah so i was just in panic station but the beautiful midwife she's like all right hang on a second let's just move your position obviously yep. she's not happy you lying down on your mm. left side move to your right side or yep. something like that and i moved and she was fine okay so if i had done that maybe, i think with, yeah, with elsa your, yeah. it, it could have changed the, the path yes but it all everything happens for a reason yes. um so i did that and they were monitoring her for a um maybe another half an hour mm-hmm. um and she was fine like okay you're clearly in, going into labor now like yeah. you're in labor now so we're going to move you into the birthing suite i was like yay so i called mark yeah. i was so happy like mark come down it was like one yeah. in the morning yeah um i'm going to We're going into the birthing suite now yeah. we're gonna have baby oh my god i don't know i'm getting emotional this is yeah so cute <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he's like okay um so he came down <laughs> are you cheering he, he was like I'm, I'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry yeah and then so i was making my way packing my bags making yeah. my way down to the birthing suite and yeah. then adrenaline kicked in uh bye-bye bye-bye contractions yeah i was shaking yeah um i went into my room the lights were on it was bright yeah um i knew what i had to do but obviously mark wasn't there yet so i was trying to you know have contractors and talking to this midwife who was new as well so that was anyway that's that's another thing um yeah so i was my contractions had died off and mm-hmm. I think it was around three in the morning at this point. Okay. And the obstetrician or the, sorry, the yeah obstetrician doctor on, mm. on shift. Yeah. On shift. Yep. Um, came in, she was like, okay, so we need to make the decision now if you're going to do your, the second part of the induction. So the first ah. part is the mechanical yeah. balloon part. The second part is the, um, the synthetic hormone drip. Okay. Pictosin, I think it's called. Yeah. So our natural hormone is the what is it called? What's our natural hormone? Oxytocin. Yeah. Oxytocin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm having a mind blank. Like, been a while. Yeah. So our natural love hormone, um, hormone which produces and makes the contractions, is the oxytocin. Yeah. The synthetic version is pictocin. Mm-hmm. And that was the second part of the induction. Yes. That mm-hmm. because my contractions stopped, they were concerned because I was having a back. All these things I yeah. could and couldn't do, um, and. I had to make a decision. And to be honest, my experience, Mark had come at this point and I was yep. really overwhelmed. I remember just sitting yeah. in the room, I think it was like an hour before I yeah. decided what okay. I wanted to do. Yeah, I was numb. Like they yeah. they ran through all of the um risks, risks and benefits yeah. Yeah. of yeah. doing it and not doing any yeah. of the things. And I was like, oh my God, am I actually going to go down the ces- cesarean section again? hmm And I was like, so I just came over and I was like, no, I need to give this a shot. I need to give this a shot because I know I can do it. Yes. So I am like, okay, just let's, I'm going to go through with the um, Pictocin. Yeah. So they hooked me up and I started having contractions again. Mm -hmm. They put it down really low for me at the start because I was just worried. Yeah. So um, I don't know if anyone knows this, but one of the risks are... Um, if you have had a cesarean um and you go down the induction route, that uh, just yeah, just not a trigger warning, but I don't know what you'd call it, just like a warning. Yeah. It's pretty like full on. That if you this is but this is a truthful, yeah. A truthful factual risk of having a induction after a cesarean, is that the synthetic hormone, because it's too much for the body, apparently can burst open. I don't know how, this is what the doctor told yeah. me, burst open the um cesarean
1: oh really and i
0: would have to have a full hysterectomy really yeah so i was told that which i should have researched before i was told that whilst i was in labor in the in the birthing suite and i panicked clearly yeah obviously panicked yeah and i just sort of sat there and i was like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do but i decided to do it anyway because i knew i knew i'd be okay i knew everything would be okay so that's what i decided to do and they put the um, drip down really low for me at the start just mm-hmm. so I could ease into it. And then yeah. my contraction started, whatever. And I, so this would have been around three, three, four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I was going through all the um, contractions, mm-hmm. breathing, the breathing, um, the pressure points. Yep. My music was on the beautiful, mid, another beautiful midwife came in, turned all the lights off me, wrapped beautiful. fairy lights around everything. Yep. Like she hands down, like, yeah. Saved it for me, like she really. I wish I knew her name. I wish I knew her If I saw her at the hospital, Mm. I know who she is, and I just want to give her a big hug. Like I just want to thank her. Like she really helped me. Um, yeah. So Mark was doing all the acupressure points, and I couldn't lay down. I couldn't. I would want to lay down. I couldn't Mm. um sit down. Yeah. So I stood up the whole entire time. Wow. Yeah. So I stood up for was it four, five, six, seven, eight. I stood up for six or seven hours, wow. couldn't sit down. Yeah, and I was delirious. I had no sleep for three or four days yeah. prior because every night at the hospital that I'd go to sleep, mm. my contractions would With, start. Yeah, because you'd be like very relaxed. My body was yeah. yeah. Um, so I had no sleep. Yeah, so Mark was helping me, and I had my what did I say my essential oil spray. Yes, yeah. And my music. Yeah. So then I. They came... The doctor... It was actually a midwife changeover around 7 in the morning. Yeah. 7, 7.30. Mm-hmm. The doctor came in and um, examined me and I was 7 centimetres. Mm. And I was, I guess, happy, but very tired. I didn't really know. Yeah. Didn't really care. But I was happy that I had progress. I knew I would have. Yeah. And then they kept putting my drip up and... I was having a lot of contractions, probably like every minute, and they were really intense. Mm. And then they realized that it was too high. <laughs> so oh my they, gosh. They put it back down. Mm. And when they put it back down, I think, so it would have been like, yeah, around nine o'clock. They put it down, and I realized now that I was going into what's that stage? Transition. I said transition. Because I was fine the whole time. I, yeah. I was fine. Like, I didn't manageable, have manageable. Like, manageable. Like, yeah. I could deal with what it was but then in my mind i was like oh my god i was like to the new nurse that had come in i was like yeah. my stitches i think they're bleed like my cesarean yeah. thing i was like, I think it's bleeding like I, it's gonna burst like i was suddenly mm. panicking and she looked at me like who was like oh no yeah like i could see the panic in her face but she mm. kept it pretty like poker face but yeah. i could just intuitively feel it yeah and then she was like okay let's just see what happens to the next one and then like the next contraction came i was like oh that's different yeah i think i have to start pushing Ah. Oh. She's like, you're only seven centimeters. She's like, oh well, your body knows what it's doing. Yeah. Obviously, it would have opened up more yeah. at that yeah. time. And yeah, so I at nine thirty, I think it was. 9. Yeah, I remember actually getting the yeah the message around nine thirty. I gave a birth to her. You did. I did it. I did it. You I did finally it. did it. I was so just. I kind of like I was just absolutely amazed in awe of your body. Yeah. But when I got to the pushing part, I was like, "Yes! Like the hard work was is done. Mm, like yeah. I feel like this, like I, just I was just so proud of myself." Yeah, it's honestly incredible. Yeah, there's there's you can't explain that. No, you can't. So, that is the birth of yes, summer. of your two girls. Yeah, I hope that was,
1: yeah, enjoyable. Honestly, I
0: think it's it's important whichever route you want to go down, whether it's cesarean, whether you want to try for a natural labor, a uh, natural birth whatever it is just make sure you do your research regardless yeah like i did some research i did research but then like there's some things that now looking back that i should have looked into that i would probably so my yeah i'll probably do it in my next yeah if i have another child yeah which hopefully you do yeah well (laughs) i (laughs) will um so yeah tell me about yours so, so little remy so similar to you with my pregnancy it was very um low risk uh it's quite comfortable i really enjoyed being pregnant and i i was a little bit worried that i enjoyed it too much that she <laughs> wouldn't like come out yeah um towards the end i actually i gave um birth 40 and four okay so i think around like i always thought i was going to go early like 38 weeks mm. um and then when I got to 38, then I got to 39, then I got to 40. And I was just like, I did not want to talk to anyone. I know like, the feeling when I people keep messaging you saying, are you in labor? Yeah. Are you feeling anything? I'm like, I would literally cry at those messages because they were just genuinely checking in on me. Like they were being supportive and like trying to be there for me. But that's not what I needed at that. No. You know, it's just making you worry more. Yeah. You feel like, And I was like, it's, I will yeah. let you know once she's here. Yeah and i just tried very much to just get in my own zone and just do my own thing um i had i didn't think i had braxton hicks i had a lot of cramping like period, literally like period yeah. cramps but not braxton hicks so i which i feel like is when your stomach tenses You're like it tightens yeah sorry it tightens i didn't experience that i just literally had period cramps um every so often and i'm like how do i know if this is it like is this it and then one morning i got my first contraction and i was like oh okay it feels different yeah um it came around five o'clock in the morning and they were like 10 minutes apart um quite um i would say they were quite strong to begin with um and then as the morning went on i said to aaron you can go to work today because you the work's two minutes away i said you can go to work just keep your phone on you just in case i need you to come home um, because we live in the surf car and we've got our dog, we didn't want to leave our dog there by himself. So we had to literally each drive one car um, because my car had the baby seat in it and it doesn't fit the dog. Aaron's car didn't have a baby seat and fit the dog. So, um, yeah, so it got to about 12 o'clock that day. I still had contractions. I was literally just bouncing on the ball the whole time um, just to try and help the positioning of Remy. And... Yeah, I got to twelve o'clock. I was like, Aaron, I think we should go soon, partially because I wanted to beat the traffic, like the, <laughs> the work traffic the work traffic. Um so I think about three o'clock we left. We drove to his parents' house while I was having contractions. They were now at this stage they sort of backed off. Um they were they were more frequent but less intensity. Yeah. Still there nonetheless. Um so we we're driving, got to his parents' house, dropped the dog off, went on one car to my parents' house where we were just setting up our room because we were going to stay there for a week or a couple of days just while i was recovering because the hospital it was, um, was yeah it. the same as yours yes so with my pregnancy um i became part of the program at the hospital what program um it was like a the mid um the midwife oh, yeah program? like the, the midwife i can't remember what it was so you'd go home from the hospital like pretty soon after giving birth and i would come to your house yeah to... and like I never went to the hospital for for anything oh, okay. I only went to the local um day hospital where my midwife was okay. and she was going to be in charge of like your birth. my birth yep. um and I absolutely loved her she was very on par with what I wanted which yeah. as well was a natural Perfect. birth um I wanted barely any interventions um i pretty much didn't even want her to check me. I tr- just wanted to try do what I could by myself, um, which was very different to the way I wanted it to be when I first felt pregnant, as in I didn't want to research anything. I didn't want to know anything. I just wanted to see what my body could do. Yeah. It wasn't um, long after that, that I realized that no sort of preparation was like preparing to fail. Yeah. And so I was like, what's the harm in actually learning about my body? Yeah. I mean, isn't that a good thing? Mm-hmm. So I started looking into the options that I wanted and what I didn't want. And that's really where I found my power. And I guess I learned that from you as well. Like how important it is to know what is actually happening yeah. to you because it can get very overwhelming and then is not the time to be panicking. Um, be panicking <laughs> and and I'm sure yeah. like be sure about what you want. um so my midwife knew exactly what I wanted um how I wanted the room set up all of that which was amazing I got to my parents house um that night and I was eating dinner and I was like timing them just to see and they were I thought were intense um and quite frequent so I was like do we go to the hospital do I not I don't know I did want to have a home birth, but yeah. I just think for my first one, because I didn't know anything, Yeah. Um, I just wanted to obviously go to the hospital. But I think my next one, I, I will try and do the yeah, home birth. Same. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I got to the hospital. They, I was like, I will let you check me just for this purpose of knowing where I actually am at, because I don't know what my pain threshold is like. <laughs> I thought it was high. <laughs> um, she said I was two, two, on the cusp of three centimetres. And to go back home and come back at four centimeters and i was like how do i know when i'm at four centimeters like yeah there's no thing that dings and tells me hmm. um so she's like do you want um like a painkiller or anything like that so you can go home i was like no thank you so uh we got back in the car i got home and i did not sleep i got home about like 11 o'clock at night did not sleep because they started ramping up when i got yeah. back home and i was like okay literally not one minute of sleep that whole (laughs) night i was just bouncing on the ball swaying on it i I let aaron sleep because i knew that i'd need him (laughs) um it got to about seven o'clock in the morning and i was like that's when i said aaron start applying pressure to my back like that's when it was really like intense yeah. yeah i think i was starting to get into like active labor yeah i had a shower um and then i came back out bouncing the ball i called my midwife and i was like um, I think it's happening now. Like, yep. I'm gonna try hold off for another hour or two, mm-hmm. um, but just be mindful. I will be coming in around then. She's like, "No worries, I'll meet you there at like 11 o'clock or whatever yep. it was." So I was like, "Okay." So I was just, I'm like, Aaron, pressure, 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 pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Poor him. He has sore. He had really sore yeah. thumbs the next day." Where was the pressure going? Because I think Mark my was doing back, the exact same thing. Yeah. like Um, that yeah. pelvis. Yeah. Pel- back the it pelvis. It's oh, like back. um, the bottom hip. Yeah, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so he was doing that, which was a lovely. Um, and at the start, I don't think he knew where he was pushing. Uh, he was just, just pushing to just occupy my mind from the pain um, <laughs> or discomfort. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so got to the hospital. And as it sort of naturally happens, you start to die down. Well, yeah. I did with my contractions. It's very common. And I was like, oh my God, am I even in labor? Have I just... <laughs> like made, it made up this my... all up in my head and I was like how embarrassing like I've just made it come here I'm probably not even gonna give birth today <laughs> like just all these things are going through my mind um the birth suite was like really nice yeah um I had the the big pool like the big um spa in there spa bath and like it had like vine leaves all on the wall um I brought my music my diffuser um I brought like this light that I have that um makes the roof like oh like the stars Colors. yeah like oh. the galaxy light i brought that with me um and basically i was just walking around the room by this stage i had no waters my waters oh, hadn't okay. broke i had no um bloody discharge or anything like that absolutely no other signs besides the contractions um because so i was like okay so i was like oh, i'll just like get changed to go in the bath just to relax as i was getting changed then my my mucus plug came out and my bloody discharge all of that and i was like oh wait no this actually is happening like <laughs> this is real now so i get in the bath and have you ever seen like the baby spa yeah they things the with thing the blue thing around their, their neck yeah. just to keep their head afloat yeah i had that on oh really because mm. you fell asleep i did fall asleep oh really i was quite relaxed <gasps> Ooh. i was very very relaxed um and i fell asleep and then i woke up to a intense contraction okay. and then that was around 12 o'clock um in the afternoon like yeah lunch. lunchtime yeah. And that's when it started. And I was only wanting like um, hot water for pain relief. Um, and Aaron was... I was in the bath. Aaron was applying like hot water um, onto my back mm-hmm. as I was in the bath. And then it became a little bit too much. Yeah. So I had to get out. And then I went into the shower with the hot water. Again, it started getting a little bit more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out that I was having back labor. Oh. Um, so... Yeah, that was just really really tough on my back. Um and like my back, my spine. Yeah. My bones there. Um from then I was like I don't know how much longer I can take of this yeah. this discomfort. I ended up getting two water injections in my back. Um that's meant to help with the the Feature? back labor. Yeah. yeah. They they said that it would sting a little bit, and it did sting quite a bit. <laughs> I had this whole idea about my, my labor that, like, I was the exception to the rule. So what you thought. About everything. <laughs> I was the exception to the rule. Labor's going to be easy for me. Because I... It's just going to happen I'm the that way for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, everything, like, she said it's going to sting. I'm like, it's not going to sting me. <laughs> I don't know if that was, like, a really positive, like, outlook or if that was just completely naive. I but idea. I, I guess... guess in a way, yeah. Anyway, so I had that. I was like, ouchie mama, that's okay. And I'm like, it didn't do anything though. <laughs> it didn't. My back is stinging now yeah. and um did not help. Yeah. So what's next? I'm like, give me the next um, thing that I can do. And then so she was, um, because I felt like the gas, whatever it is, was going to yeah. be like the last thing that I tried. Okay. Um, And... I she started doing like the pressure points on my ankles okay um and that's apparently meant to help the baby move as well oh and she was applying like oils to my ankles um while Aaron was pressing the pressure points in my back i think um so we're doing that for a little bit and it again is becoming um more and more then i was like what's my next thing like i really this this pain in my back was too much so she's like you can get the morphine injection and i was like what's the risks and benefits of that because i hadn't really looked into that because you're the exception to the rule (laughs) the exception yes um by judging and looking at you like you're going to be in labor for a while and you're quite swollen so i think it's a good idea um if you were to do this so then um yeah she's like you're going to be here for like seven more hours and i was like that's a long time of this back pain like too much um so i looked at aaron i was like what do i do which kind of made me sad but i went with the injection thinking that it was going to be a long time for her to come and it wouldn't have been an issue and that i thought i would be able to relax in the meantime and get myself back together Mm -hmm. to be able to give birth to her so then i had the morphine injection which i felt like again did absolutely nothing (laughs) um i then also had the gas as well so like i had quite a few things (laughs) Um, and then after all that, I was like, oh my Lordy, just take me to the theater. Like, <laughs> let's go. Um, and I think that was transition. My transition. Yeah. Um, Looking back at part it. for me. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like. Started freaking out. Yeah. I was freaking out massively. And I think I didn't even know I was in transition yeah. until like, I look back now. Yeah. I don't think. And you, I knew you know, all about yeah. the transition beforehand. And I was like, oh no, that's when I'll get in the car and go. Like. Yeah no start packing your bag yeah so i um i actually had my best friend's sister with us she um is a student midwife so it was really fun having her there i thought i'd have like a good chat with her in between contractions no when she got there i didn't even i don't think i said hello like i couldn't even talk to her i was just like trying to really focus yeah um so yeah with that i um I think I grew to like five centimeters or six centimeters and she, Remy was in the wrong spot. Like her head was in an awkward position that she actually wouldn't have been able to come out. Okay. Her neck was a bit twisted or something yep. like that. Um, so my midwife did rebozo, yes. um, which is like she grabbed a sheet and like I was on my hands and knees. She was standing above me and she was pulling, um, she had the sheet wrapped around my stomach all the way up, and she was pulling one hand up higher and moving She'll, it like, like that. jiggle your belly, like yeah, there. jiggle my belly, so that she would move positions. She did that for a while, and actually, like I wish she just did that to begin with. That helped so much with the pressure. So maybe she was in like a weird position that yeah. was in her back. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, this helps so much. So once she did that, she she crossed over the um, sheet over the top of me and had um, my sister, my friend's sister pull one side and aaron pull the other side so it was like a sandwich like i was being squished <laughs> and yeah. like every contraction i had i'm like pull tighter, like pull 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 it really like relieved so much pressure it felt so good like i was I like why? oh, I don't, don't look into that. so the reason that they had um my midwife had them holding her like uh holding the towel oh sorry sheet, sheet. like that was to she's moved her and she wanted her to stay in that position. Okay. She wanted to go back to the old position. Yep. So if she kept it tight, then she then. wouldn't move. And I was like, okay, cool. This feels comfortable now. Um, and then she, I let her check me and she's like, uh, you're seven centimeters. I was like, okay. She literally left the room and I was like, oh my God, I'm pushing. I started <laughs> pushing and I was like, wait, why am I pushing? I'm only seven centimeters. Like, oh my gosh, she's going to burst out of me. And she came back and she was like, you're only seven centimeters. Like, just try and hold her in. And I was like, hold it in. What are you, you kidding me? So every contraction I had, I um, I didn't. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever. But um, I was like, my body is doing this for a reason. My body yeah. knows what it's doing. So yeah. like, can you please check again? She checked and she's like, oh, her head's right there. Like I'm looking at her hair. She has beautiful dark hair. And oh. I was like. Oh, oh my god and then i literally looked around the room we're all high-fiving each other and she's like it's go time and i was like yes so then finally actually being able to push and not hold it in was like the most satisfying thing i've ever done in my life and it was i think with maybe four or five pushes and then she was out and i um i said to my midwife all along aaron's pulling her out aaron's catching her and when I get home and tell Aaron, he's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Leave it to the professionals. And I was like, no, Aaron, like, come on. Like, you're going to do this. Like, it'll be beautiful. And my midwife knew that that was going to be the case. So she grabbed Aaron and was like, get her, like, get her, get her, get her. Um, she had, um, there was macronium. Yeah. So she had done um, a poop. I think both my girls did that too. Yeah, in my belly. Um, and she also had the umbilical cord wrapped around her body her arm and her neck oh so many times like i think it was like two two or three meters wow Ruck my my cord, oh, was, cord was it was three. very very long yeah she took a photo of it. it was two or three meters wow yeah it was very she's like i've never seen a cord um and my my waters never burst or yeah. she couldn't find them either she went to um to yeah. burst them i guess and she's like there's, there's nothing there could have happened in the bath she thinks it happened prior to that because um, Remy's hands and toes were very wrinkly and dry. So she's like, oh. she had been sitting without yeah, the water sack um, for a while. <laughs> I was like, oops. Um, so gave birth to her. Um, and she, I remember when she was born, she was just patting her on the back um, because she hadn't like cried or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So she was like, it was pretty silent. Yeah. And I was like, I was on my hands and knees on the bed. Um, so I couldn't see what was happening. And then yeah i was like is everything okay like what's going on and she's like no everything's all good like try and turn yourself around um she's beautiful i'll give you like give you to hold it okay so turned around she put her straight on me um literally straight on my boob i think um and this little thing like Mm. was there and then um i had to get two stitches i think it was um just like internally yeah like i didn't tear like on the outside um, so that, and then, yeah, delayed cord clamping and then, yeah, we went home the next day. So good. Yeah. When see so nice here now. I know. It was honestly, pushing was very satisfying. Yeah. Like what an experience. Like, I thought that would have been the painful part. Yeah. But it's like absolutely... In the movies you see like when yeah. they're yeah. painting and. I guess if you're doing you it for a while, then yeah. like it can get like really like tough. But because she came out um, fairly quickly, it was... You've had a really good experience. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's so cl- I loved my midwife. She was really... Um, she did everything from stitching me up. I had absolutely no other people in my room. That's so good. Um, Love that. And it was... She was very calm. And I think it really helped having her know exactly what I wanted. Well, yeah. You sort of were with her through your yeah. pregnancy too. I was very lucky to be part of that program. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a really good yeah. experience. What we were saying before, I think like my next yeah, birth would definitely be a home birth. Yeah, I would love to do that. She um my midwife actually said like call me. Oh yeah for can my I call her too? Yeah. You can come. <laughs> Let's just do two for one. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's our um That's our birth stories about yep. our beautiful girls. Hope you enjoyed it. Yep. If you have any questions or if we yeah feel free to reach out yeah, to us i'm sure there's things i've missed i think i skipped through mine pretty yeah. quickly um yeah yeah we hope you enjoy and um yeah if you've got any questions let us know we're an open book and yeah we hope you find it yeah, fascinating. There's no questions limits. yeah ask us um and one piece of advice i actually remember after i gave birth i um FaceTime my friends. They happen to be all together. Okay. They're like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Good luck." And then their faces literally just dropped. And I was like, I called them back the next day. I'm like, "Kidding! Like it's so fine. Like I'm yeah. ready for another one. Like yeah. don't worry." And it's very true. You like you forget what it's like. And like I'm 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 the only reason I'm not having one right now is because I want to have this one-on-one time with Remy. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the only reason I'm not having another one. Yeah. I do Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah so cute yeah well we hope you enjoyed that yeah and we'll see you next tuesday for our next catch up see you guys bye thank you for listening to another episode of those sisters we hope you find these episodes useful insightful or at the very least comforting you can find us on instagram at those sisters underscore so please reach out to us we'd love to hear from you